Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 81. Today's episode is another installment of our series, Cruise Control, set in the Star Wars universe between A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back. It is played using Fantasy Flight Games' Star Wars and Genesis role-playing materials and the Mythic GM emulator. This is Scene 12, Part 1. Cho and Kurlani investigate a possible mutiny below decks. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Any sounds you hear are the maelstrom or the ship malfunctioning. Cannot be held responsible. Carlani and Cho are going to be investigating the mutiny. Yep. The prompt for this is that there was just an announcement made on the ship that... Swinging by the maelstrom. So let me tell you what the the writers of the maelstrom has to say about the maelstrom, and we can take whatever we want from it, but it says that the maelstrom is a huge nebula-like cloud composed of charged space dust and raw energy that warps sensor scans, blocks communications alters hyperdrive coordinate settings, and generally confuses nav computers. Ships traveling along this particular corridor must exit hyperspace, negotiate the cloud at sub-light speed in order to avoid risk of serious mishap. Okay. And in that module, various criminal-slash-pirate groups use the cloud as a hiding place and then attack the ships that have to come out of hyperspace there. Right. In the middle of the maelstrom, there's a place called the Oasis, which is a volcanic moon around an uninhabited planet that serves as the base of operation for some nefarious groups. So that all exists in the module, but we can do whatever we want. One thing that we said was that Kurlani remembered that there was some discussion of Maelstrom, and we were going to consider rolling some things on the table to see what other types of stuff Kurlani remembers. What she remembers about. What she overheard. Right. Because... She and Cho have been going to the gardens in the hopes of running into the frogs, but we got to interrupt, and so... Yep. So you would just, like, action subject for what she remembers, or...? Yeah, we could even do a couple sets of action subjects, but I don't think we need to focus, because we know it's focused on... Right. Focused on the mutiny. Okay. Then let's, let's start with one and see if that makes things clear, and... I suppose one question to roll would be to ask whether any NPC we have already established is involved in the mutiny. Should we ask that now, though, or when we encounter an NPC? We can ask that later. Okay. The only reason to do it now would be, like, shiny remember something. But most of the NPCs we've encountered have been ones that JT has met and not Shiny. Sharni's hardly been... There is an extremely good chance that while Sharni is not involved in the mutiny... Oh, that she's the frost. Those that Sharni has liberated Ooh. are involved in the mutiny. That could be. Because, you know, you take a restraint ball off a droid, it gets to make its own decisions... Maybe it's in favor of a mutiny. Chaos level is four, by the way. Chaos level is only four. Wow. You can thank JT for that. Don't be surprised if it goes up after a Cho scene, though. Yeah. Action. Uh, we rolled a one. Attainment. Subject. 51. Jealousy. Maybe there's infighting among the mutineers? Trying to figure out how this... Oh, it could also be that there's actual, like, proper crew members who are in favor. Yeah, Some, like an officer who is... An officer who wants to be in charge of the ship. Passed up for promotion yes. one too many times and is, in some sense, in league with the... I guess it's only a mutiny if it is, in fact, made up of crew. Otherwise, it's just... Otherwise, it's a takeover? It's a hijack? Yeah, it's a hijack. Okay. But if there's buy-in from the command staff... There's buy-in from some some crew-level officer... There might actually be actual incompetence on the part of the captain as well. We, we don't know. Sure. Would you like another? Yeah. Three. Neglect. Twenty. Joy. Mutinies aren't fun? <laughs> no. So it could also be someone's been overworking themselves, and they've been neglecting to take a break. That is one way to interpret oh, that. It could be that the, the mutineers were discussing part of their plan for going forward, and they were like, the midnight shift or whatever in X part of the ship, those people are always half asleep or whatever. That there's, I'm not following. So you were just talking about people being overworked. Yep. That is a weakness in the existing crew that the mutineers were looking to capitalize on. Okay. Kurlani overhearing something related to that gives us a lead on a place to go to see 
is the ship actually currently in control of the people who it's supposed to be? Okay. So, you know, if officer who has been passed over by promotion time after time after time... Name to be determined. If, meanwhile, he knows that this other, from his perspective, like, slacker officer can barely even keep his eyes open, we make our move during his shift or whatever. Okay. Which is early morning at the end of his shift, close to... Yeah. Shift probably ends at 8. Ugh, all night shifts are bad. So, can you blame this guy for being... Look, he's putting in as much as they're given. So that's a way to spin it. That, I think, can make sense. And our first, what was our first set again? Our first set was attainment jealousy, which is what told us that... Right. That there, there was... was so a the, traitor among the crew. Or among the command staff. Among the officers, yes. So, either the Fraz is that commander, and the FX referred to the Fraz by title... Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, it's not the, the FX. Who is FX? That's what? the type of droid she saw. Ah, okay, sorry. She didn't get its full name, though. JT determined it was an FX droid based on its description. It's like right. the tall column with all the yeah. needles that come out. So either the Froz is that officer on the command staff, or the Froz was talking about it. Okay. Regarding what part of the ship we're going to investigate. Right, now it does sound like a... Secondary command area, possibly. Or... Like the backup bridge that I had said was a possibility? Yeah, you said that was a possibility, so... Like, that's what they use at night or whatever. It's a much smaller space, less to pay attention to. Also, like, the primary bridge is... That serves as much a ceremonial purpose. Like, you're going to have visitors there. That's, that's where, where the captain has to make All the presentations decisions. to the dignitaries. Yes, yes, yes. So, like, the... You would call it backup bridge or uh, administrative bridge or... Okay. Some other word for it. Like, it's probably in the engineering section. Because mm-hmm. it needs to be close to all the things that are the operations bridge, perhaps. Okay. Uh, it's probably embedded it within the engineering deck. Okay. So, do we want to start with, like, streetwise to navigate our way there? Or, well, actually, we need to start with rolling up the other two motivations for Kralani. Okay. So, we need a desire. 39. Fame. She's an athlete. Yeah. That's easy. And a fear. 34. Expression. Your character has some behavior or means of expressing themselves privately that they do not want the world to know about. The nature of that behavior is up to you. Keep the setting in mind when you come up with it, though. She could very likely be Force-sensitive. Okay. Like, we know she's she meditates. That's true. And we know that the type of searing crystal that is used as a meditative focus, that's also used in lightsabers. Ah, I was not aware of that. Okay. I have a question for the tape, then. Is Kirlani, like, aware she is Force-sensitive or just that, like, she sees or hears things sometimes and that's... Oh, this also plays into whether she actually has three agility or not. Because we said we might also roll to see whether she has two or three agility. Yes. She might have two agility, but she might be enhancing herself. Oh, okay. That would make sense. Uh, So first, I would just like to ask the question of, is she aware of her Force-sensitivity? Like, this is the Force with a capital F as opposed to... I don't know, sometimes I just think really hard. and Organics are just pliable. What are you talking about? <laughs> I think if it's to actually be her fear motivation, then it's likely she's aware of it. Yeah, I was trying to think of the way, like, she's not aware it's the force, but she's aware, like, this is something that, like, can get you in trouble. It's like, how much is the Empire, like, absolutely censored this information versus how much do they hunt down people who are potentially force sensitive? Oh, I see. Well, do you have an opinion on probability? We'll say 50 50. Okay. Chaos level 4. We'd roll a 21, which is a yes. So she is aware she is Force-sensitive with a capital F. Okay, now we have a choice. We can randomly roll to see what Force powers type things she has. Or we can roll subject verbs. I like the concept that she has in hands. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think we roll... One other. Yeah, one other action subject. Okay. I'm fine with that. Action! That's a one zero. Communicate. 57... Tactics. She's well, not that battle meditation battle body, is meditation. It? it could be that she has, like, the far-speaking type stuff, telepathy-type things with communication there. Or we could just say, to make our own lives easier, that she does stuff related to Force Visions. I mean, I think that's the scenario. Because that will help, like, with JT's stuff. Also, if she had enhanced, why didn't she just enhance her way out of the restraints like JT did? Oh, because she, she was did. drugged up. No, she... Oh, that's right. Like, right. like retroactively, right. look what happened. You did enhance, and somebody else got enhanced. That's true. She was at, like, five brawn or whatever when she broke out of there. That's a good point. 
Okay. So she is force sensitive, enhance, and vision. I'll not worry about those mechanically until the time comes. Okay. Do you want to roll to determine if she's got two or three agility? They're going to be making stealth checks like almost right away. Yeah, that's probably true. Do you want to say 50-50 then? Yeah. I mean, she's an athlete, but if she's got enhanced, then... Also, you know, two agility for a Syrian. I don't know if that's good, actually. I, their, their brawn is their weakness? It might be that the agility is. That might be why it's, it's not a Syrian-level athlete. Yeah. Okay. We said 50-50. 85 is a no, but not emphatically no. So she's agility too. She's not agility too. All right. So Carlani is starting to take some shape here. Yeah. She's very delicate. She wants to be famous, <laughs> but she can't. She needs to hide this force sensitivity. Yes. So it's tough. So like she, she can only enhance, but people were like, you know, she doesn't really look that coordinated in general. Yeah, and I guess it's not really, like, nefarious enhancement. It's not, like, cheating enhancement. It's, like, this is what she's capable of doing, and she does it. Except it is cheating enhancement. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. But she wants the fame. Sounds like a one-way ticket to the dark side to me. Oh, jeez. Next season, Dark Kurlani. I win the Space Olympics. Do whatever it takes. Okay, so Kurlani and Cho hear this message, this broadcast. That broadcast comes while Cho and JT are going over moth-related plans, and Cho remembers that, that Kurlani has said something about remembering Maelstrom being mentioned. So, at that point... So they need to act. Yeah. And so, either they are acting during the night, just before the ship will be coming out of space into the Maelstrom, or they are acting, like, the morning that it has come out. So, was your understanding is, like, that broadcast is occurring as they are coming out of hyperspace into the Maelstrom? That's up to us. We can even ask the table whether that is happening just before or just after. It, it depends, like, what's more interesting to play, that we can stop a mutiny from happening or that a mutiny is already underway. Right. So if we want That's wanna, a good table question, I think. We ask the table a lot of 50-50 questions. Like, we don't really care. Just tell us what to do, table. That's why we inject randomness. <laughs> otherwise, we're just writing a story, which is fine, but that's a different, that's a different activity. Yeah. So what is, the, what is our question? Is the ship... Coming out of hyperspace already. Okay. The way I wrote it, it wasn't... Ah, so unlikely, perhaps. Yeah. I just rolled two zeros. And I just need to, like, determine what is 100 on this chart. Does the chart not go up to 100? Okay, okay. It eventually does go up to 100, which means the answer is very, very much no. And no interrupt for JT. Sorry. The question that we asked the table was, is the ship coming out of hyperspace now? And And the the answer answer was was, incredibly not. Incredibly not. So what does that mean? So I think that means... We're stuck in hyperspace? Hmm. Perhaps the mutineer of the hijacker's plan has gone somewhat awry. And we've gotten locked in hyperspace in the maelstrom, which we're really not supposed to do. Oh, okay. They were supposed to be making their controlled exit from hyperspace at the start of the maelstrom area. But perhaps there's an active struggle going on, and nobody is actually dropping us out of hyperspace. Which yes. means we're going to crash out of hyperspace if Cho and Kurlani don't stop whatever's going on. Let's just raise the stakes. <laughs> I mean, crashing out of hyperspace was always on the table. Yeah, so when we do come out of hyperspace, bad, bad things could happen. Yes. Because uh, you crash into a planet, for example. Sun. So let me ask you a question, since you're going to be kind of mostly controlling Kurlani here. Yep. Is phoning a friend... To pull JT in, something that we can do over, like, as we discover stuff. I think to a certain degree they can, uh, but it depends. We can always insert, like, well, whatever's going on, like, comms are disrupted. That's true. Because, like, that was happen- supposed to happen in, like, sublight, and the idea, the our understanding was, like, oh, that's to contact anyone out. But that could be within the ship as well. Right. I mean, mutineers would want to cut yes. off internal ship communications. Okay. Just because it makes sense to, like... If you discover that something crazy is going on, contacting the starship engineer you know seems like something you would try to do. I Yeah, I agree. That does make sense. Paging Jai Tessa. Who's Jai? Oh, that's... Just say JT. Blue Streak, we need you. I think if the narrative is is eventually such a pickle... (laughs) What are you saying about Cho there? (laughs) That, like, you can can send up the Blue Streak glitter (laughs) Glitter banner, the glitter signal. Fire the fireworks. The sprinkler system comes on and blue glitter just comes on. Yeah, and then you can try to summon the blue streak. I got my summon blue streak talisman here. But, like, we, the players, know, like, the situation, but 
Kirlani and yes, Cho. Yes, we have know. to discover that situation. Yes. So I believe Kirlani and Cho are starting with, we're going to go try to snoop around the operational bridge and see what the deal is. Yes. But now we know what types of things they'll encounter. Yes, they'll encounter some sort of struggle, and it may not be clear to VCs who is who. So probably potential types of roles might be needed, like skullduggery to jimmy the lift to be able to get down onto the crew levels. Yep. And then uh, streetwise maybe to navigate the ship to find the right place. That's what we had JT use Okay. as the internal survival skill uh, and stealth. For these characters, streetwise probably makes a lot more sense than mechanics. We're like, where's the right place on the ship for this? Or even knowledge. Yeah, so so Cho did spend some time already on the crew decks when he was beginning to poke around to try to find out where's the mop storing things and stuff like that. So it's possible like he could maybe get a blue dye for already knowing some of the way around down there. Yeah, I think that's fine. So we want to start with a streetwise. We can start the rolls with a streetwise, but Cho has a question for Kurlani regarding how well she can handle herself if they do run into a problem. He's been going to the gardens with her to, like, back her up in case anybody, like, tried to mess with her again. But, like, now they're talking about, like, going where they're not supposed to be on the ship. He knows he can, if he rolls well, lie his way out of things. Right. Uh, He doesn't know what kind of tells... Her interpretation of that, like, you can't do yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, did a a semester of boxing. (laughs) So I'm declaring she has at least one rank in brawl. Okay. As an athlete. You know, yeah. A... Sometimes she does, like, Syrian judo or whatever. Yeah. 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 I looked at... The droid got the... Gym. Was not expecting to get attacked by a unbolted droid. It came right over the hedge. Yeah. Right while I was meditating, too. Terrible. All right. So she sounds like she's going to be, like, with it if it comes to, like, combat-type stuff. Yes. And I don't... I don't think Cho is comfortable asking, like... How would you feel about lying? <laughs> but can you act... So you know, many athletes go on to become actors. <laughs> I heard he had the Helio Starburst started as an athlete. <laughs> See right what I'm doing right now? I'm lying. That's what you need to do. So he'll okay. leave it at that. Uh, yes, I think Carolina is so where is this operations operations bunker center? Cho explains the like basic overall layout of the ship, like that the public decks are here, here, and here, and then the crew decks are all much further down, and then he suggests what deck he thinks they should start on. And then like once he gets a look around there, he should have a better idea of precisely where to go. As they're talking about this, they're heading to a turbo lift and the turbo lift buttons contain like none of those decks he just mentioned. Yeah. And like Carolani's looking at that and is like, like there's, there's no, we can't get there. <laughs> at which point he flips on the faceplate and he, this is like a mess of wires and other stuff reaches in like to a pocket and pulls out a little set of tools and starts like... What are you doing? Making little connections. Let's see if it works before he answers the question yeah, of what okay. he's doing. Because <laughs> if it doesn't work, then we're just going to call JT. Blue streak, save us. He's doing skullduggery. How I, difficult do you think this is? I think it was just average when JT did it. Was it just average? The black dice of like actual security? We can have maybe a black die. Yeah, I think that's fine. Um, does he have knack? He does have a knack for skullduggery. He also has thieves tools that give him blue dice. Ah, very well. Uh, Kirlani is not able to help you with this. No, no, no. No, Kirlani is eyes wide. And Cho has success with two advantages. So Cho, Cho has it down. Cho's making connections. Kirlani's asking what he's doing. Yeah. And he says, I'm getting us to the deck we're not supposed to go to. Right. But, like, how does this... It runs on some kind of electricity. I'm going to play it like Captain America. <laughs> Ignorant about technology. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's electricity, I hear. Yeah. Uh, at which point he's like, oh, how does it work? And then he's he starts describing it. Like, okay, it runs on electricity. Like, <laughs> you need to overload the flux capacitor so that it, well, blah, 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 blah. He starts giving a technical description of what he's doing. Okay, yeah, that's not how I understand any of that stuff to work. You push a button and it goes to the floor you want. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's... She briefly explains, like, like, and Syria, I don't know, technical things just make a lot more sense. This is, I don't know, really inelegant, crazy solution. I don't, I don't understand why, people, why the rest of the galaxy doesn't adopt the Syrian system. The Syrian system is, technology goes here, and we all live over there. They interact with it as little as possible. I will choose to interpret it as, like, a, a metric system. Ah, okay. 
I'm trying to think, like, how does a person actually... I mean, she just, just happens to be ignorant. Right. Which, you're the one playing her, but how, how I imagined it was, like, she just doesn't have much cause to interact with it, generally speaking. Yeah. But, uh, you know, their elevators work differently. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so she, she makes that comment about, like, how they, they work differently and stuff, and, and shows just, like, well, we're not using it the way it's supposed to be done. I think I see that. As their... Have you done this before? Yes. I'm guessing you haven't. No. I don't think most people have. Uh, at which point Cho says, well, that kind of depends where you're from. And you're from... Is this the way it is on Pantora? Yeah. Sorry, our education system doesn't have a lot of galactic focus. It's very local. Okay, focused. and he says, this isn't covered in the schools. All right. I mean, I guess it's good that it's not covered. So, elevator goes down, they get to the lower levels, and then streetwise to navigate to where they want to be, plus also stealth to avoid being seen by people. I think that's probably accurate. Uh, Streetwise, definitely not able to help on. I think Caroline. Yeah, yeah. There's just a lot going on. She likes to be maybe focused. Yeah, so I had two advantages. Um, were you consuming those by... Peppering Cho with questions? or? Well, like, she didn't have a bad attitude towards no. observing this illegal activity. I think probably they should be used that way. That, like, okay. Caroline just kind of accepts that, like, okay, other parts of the galaxy work differently. All right. So... Like, she's used to that being the case. Okay, so streetwise to navigate. I feel like that's probably just average. I don't think black dice would be involved. No, I don't think so. Do you think it's hard? No, I, I think it's average. JT, I think, was average and she had blue dice. Okay, right, because she's particularly familiar with starship design. And she had a map. But you get a blue die because you poked around. Yes, I have poked around. As a nominal crew member. Yes, I'm just trying to decide. I think I am going to use a story point because I... You don't want us wandering around? I mean, you know, we might run into mutineers anyway, but... That's true. What do we got? Failure with one advantage. So, trying to lead us around, but you're like, this is not a part of the ship that you were on before, perhaps. So, is this like, I don't even know how to find the right place? Or is this like, I don't have the access codes to get where we need to get? I think you're not sure, and you're like, well, let's try this door. And it's not it. But it's not a place that's immediately hostile, like, what are you doing here? Okay. I like, how are we dressed, actually? Are you dressed like a crew member? No. Just, just like a regular passenger. We are just like regular passengers. It's late. The announcement came prior to the hyperspace jump for the night. Cho has black hair and has facial tattoos covered now. Yep. He is unremarkable, but he would just be dressed regularly in casual passenger right. type clothes. Kalani, you know, she's got her active, her active wear. wear. Cho. Actually, sure. probably not. Like, that's for exercising. It's not what we're doing. <laughs> no, no, but her... her All of her wear is probably, active wear in some sense. Yeah, it's it's not, like, the super spandexy stuff. Yeah. But she probably tends to wear leggings and, yeah. and things. Cho does have a jacket on, and he does have... Is it College of Corellia jacket? Or like, could, he, he burned that I don't in think, a figurative sense. I don't think he could have acquired something like that here. No, he, it's like a fashionable sport jacket. It's a Dame Metropolis jacket. But... He has certain devices concealed on his person. Okay. So I guess I will let you know, in addition to the stem applicator, he does have a blaster. Ooh. A holdout blaster is what he has. Okay. It is a short-range weapon. Pew, pew. And his holdout blaster, just in case you make any particular bad guys grab it to shoot him with it. Is stun only? Is stun only. It is sabotaged to be stun only. So it's permanently in stun mode, only works at short range. Yes. Where were we? Riding this lift down? No, we opened a door, and it was the wrong one. Do you want an action subject, then? Or you have that stack of papers of potential places in engineering, so whatever whatever like way to randomize what did we accidentally walk into. Because uh, we were saying that we are dressed as civilians. Yes. Okay, there are 15 possibilities here, so I'll roll a d20 and re-roll if it's too high. Number four... We're going to staff offices. Oh, great. Another bureaucracy. Uh, yes, yeah, some engineering, like, administrative offices, but not the chief engineer's office. Okay. Some intermediate functionary. All right, so how are we going to do this anyway? It's not like there's wooden doors that you can just listen at. That's true. Were we just going to, like, go in, like, try to sneak in? Like, we think this is... So staff offices, like, oh, maybe this is a way to get onto the bridge that's... Indirect. 
yeah, like maybe these rooms are adjacent to the bridge, and maybe you can listen from one to the other through some vents or whatever. Right. Um, but it's currently occupied. Right. Who is it occupied by? By some engineering staff, presumably. How many? I feel like this is a room that's got to have like five or fewer people. It's just like it's a few cubes. Okay. In some out of the way place. All right. So we open the door. Are we noticed, or can we make like a stealth check? I think we can attempt a stealth check, but it's going to be more difficult. To, like we're opening a door. Okay. I, I failed with advantage on the streetwise. I think you could take a blue die. On the stealth check. Yeah. I have a question then. Does Kirlani have stealth skill? I kind of doubt it. I can't think of a sport that stealth would matter for. Yeah, it's almost always obvious where you are. But let's just ask the table. Okay, yeah, so I think it's unlikely or something slightly lower. Very unlikely? I think it's very unlikely. 95, which is absolutely not. Does that mean, like, I get a black die on this check? Like, because she's talking or something? Oh, are you making the check? Well, it's a stealth check. Okay. I thought... I wasn't sure if we were each making it or... I thought we would just make one. Okay. Then yes, I think you get a, a like, black die. She's definitely not helping me. She's not hunched over trying to... She has no sense that stealth is required. Yes. And it doesn't occur to Cho to, like, make the point that it is required. So Cho opens the door, sees that there's people, and immediately, like, switches to stealth mode. Kirlani does not even know that that's a thing. Yes. Kirlani probably asking, like, maybe a little too loud, like... Are you sure this is the right room? Okay, but Cho, after his recent experiences, now has three ranks in stealth. No knack for stealth, though. He does have a knack for stealth. So it's instant silence. So he does get to throw away her black die. Yes. What is the difficulty? What's the perception or vigilance I think of it's, functionaries? Yeah, I think it's three purples just because there's five. There's a group of people. One success and three advantages. Do you want to... Go inside and be hidden, or just, nope, that wasn't right. I've got three advantages. I'm wondering if there's anything useful over here here. I think that's very possible. Uh, so my suspicion, feel free, we can ask the table or do some other things. These people are frantically trying to work on the problem of, like, like why are we still in hyperspace? One, why are we in hyperspace? Two, who? The maelstrom it wasn't on the visit list. But, like, they're not necessarily in the know of everything. So they're just trying to understand, like, what's going wrong here. Okay. So, just so I can get a timeline straight in my mind, in terms of when do we go into hyperspace and when do we come out and things like that, the ship is currently in hyperspace right now. Right. So, so this is that evening? Yes. So I guess what I'm thinking is, we have made a jump into hyperspace for the evening. Yes. Like we normally do. But, one, these people could definitely be saying, Maelstrom, that's not on the list. Like, yeah. what is it talking about? And two, it could be that they're looking at the logs and they're being like, this hyperspace jump is crazy. Like, yeah. So they, they could be working on, like, fixing that. Or maybe it's good. even like, we weren't supposed to jump yet. Why are we already in hyperspace? We jumped early. That's a possibility. We can ask the table some of the things of that, or you can... What do you, how do you want to handle this? If it's not annoying to you, I'm in favor of asking a table a bunch of questions in this scene. Because okay. neither of us... Neither of us sort of has narrative control. Right. Neither of us has a real plan. And so the more things that get rolled, the more chance that something will um, yeah, yeah. will foster ideas or okay. or have us give flashbacks to JT for you to do things with her. Like, sure, sure, sure. So do you have a specific question you want to ask first or you just want an action subject to kick it off as far as what these guys are up to? Something needs to be happening here that provides us with information to move forward. I think an action subject... For what these guys are up to. Action. 71. Trick. Hey, there are mutineers. 12. Opposition. We think the mutineers want to bring the ship out of hyperspace in the maelstrom for whatever purpose to be determined. However, these fellows have detected, like, there's been a change in the hyperspace plan or whatever. But they're not the navigators. They're just the people who, like, make sure the hyperspace engine goes and turns on and off at the correct time. So, like, there's been a change of plan, they say, that's not right. We're not supposed to come out at this time. That's early or whatever. So they say, nope, we're going to override that and make sure that we come out at the correct time. They interpret it as a glitch that they need to correct. But in effect, this is interacting with what the mutineers have done, like changing the navigational charts. Okay. So now we have that mutineers have altered the navigational charts, and these well-meaning functionaries have altered them 
to try to switch them back to like what they think it should be. Yeah, but the combination of these two things is super bad. Which is what will lead to us. And nobody is necessarily aware. Nobody's no immediately has the aware full of picture. That. Yes. Okay. Until Joe and Carolina get this information and get it back to JT get or something. Back to an engineer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. JT is like, ooh, astrocartography. <laughs> kind of skip that semester. That's not even a skill in Genesis. <laughs> uh, it might be. Yeah, astrocartography is what it's called in Genesis. Okay, so the muttering that Cho hears with his advantages on the stealth check is things along the line of, well, that's not right. Maybe what Cho needs is an intelligence-based check to like understand it, though. I think some sort of mechanics or knowledge education kind of thing. This is a knowledge education at this point, I think. Oh, knowledge. I mean, you're like, that's weird. Why is why is the hyper engine why is the warp engine supposed to cut out? No, no that that can't be right. This is tied up with that maelstrom business. Look, not my department. Okay. I just I know I'm supposed to turn on the engine this time, turn it off this time. Must be a glitch. I'm gonna fix this. All right, Joe is gonna make this roll. Yeah. Cho is almost certainly going to fail his role. Yep. At which point he's probably going to ask Carlani if she understands what they're talking about. Oh, he's going to be real she's sick. smarter than he is, yeah. but she's probably got a black eye for yeah. technology things. What is the difficulty of this role? It's three purples with the evil GM spend a point. Okay. Ah, one success. Okay. So Cho understands sufficiently that there's something going on with the hyperdrive. Right. I mean, he might even put together like, oh, like this maelstrom thing wasn't planned. Okay. They're gonna. This is this is backing up the idea that a mutiny is either underway or mutineers have already gained control of. Yeah, yeah. So we we do still need to like get to a place where we can kind of listen in on the operational bridge. But right now, time to back out of this room. I would say an average stealth check. Okay. The door closing and there being nobody there. Like, well, that's weird, but whatever. Success. Okay. Cho prevents Kurlani from like even like getting close enough to walk in. Yeah. He succeeded the first stealth check, and then he just backs right back up and pulls the door closed. What, what, what's wrong with that room? It's occupied, for one. That's a problem. Is it a bathroom? Do you remember the part where we're, where we're not supposed to be? I don't know. <laughs> You've been taking drugs again. No. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like, if people notice us, fine, I'll deal with it. But if people don't notice us, that's much better. Okay, I guess that makes sense, but... No, there, there was no Franz in there. There were no okay. FX droids. Okay, that's that's good. All right, maybe one of these other rooms is close enough to the bridge that we can listen in through the ductwork or something like that. And at this point, he starts like scanning the ceilings of the the corridors. Ductwork. All right, well that maybe maybe Kirlani can do. Perception. Uh, like getting into ductwork. Yeah, I mean she's a pretty physical person. Yeah. It is a staple of the genre that somebody's got to crawl through ducks. That's true. We don't have an Ezra with us. No, we don't. So Kirlani can try to hop up in the ducks, or you want to use perception to like find some first, or if you want to just say there's ducks. I feel like it's Star Wars, so there's ducks. There's ducks. Uh, yeah, I think Kirlani sees that and like, okay, I can do that. You you did this thing, so let me. This is you know just gymnastics. Stretch, stretch. He'll give her a boost up, so she can have a blue die. Or actually, how much athletics does she have? Do you think this is athletics to get up there? Yeah. Uh, she has two ranks in athletics. Okay. So she'll get a blue die for her athletics to do the pull-up. You think this is just average? I think so. Two successes, three advantages. It's a very quick boost. She worms her way up there. Did so, you want a coordination check for... Yeah, and with she had advantages? She had three advantages. So she can... I feel like she probably has two ranks in coordination. That makes well. sense for an athlete. So she can take two blue dice on her coordination check, which really that one might be like three purples. A little, little bit. Moving through ducks. Okay. You want the evil GM to... No, no, no. She should spend one, because that's an extra die to the... agility. One success, one threat. Okay. I don't know if I put any sort of strain or wounds on her little paper. You did not. Uh, I feel like she's probably got... 14 or 15 wounds if she's got three brawn. Okay, then she's probably got like 12 strain. Yes, because she's got two wounds. Okay, so Cho will hiss... Sweat's building up. Cho will hiss up the question of can she hear anything from where she is now or like how far does she think she needs to go? Because like, he can come up too. Yeah. 
Um, and I think with the thread, it's like, I can't, can't, I'm in the hallway. The only thing I can hear is you. But this, if it follows this way, I'm going to follow that. Is there enough space up there for him to? Not side by side. Then he'll let her get a little further in. And he'll hop up? Yeah, because he needs to not overweight the system. Yes, that's true. So she'll scurry ahead with her successful coordination. Based on the alarms I'm hearing, yeah. they might have been detected. Oh, well. At least the rumbling's gone. It adds a, you know additional randomness into the game to employ whatever <laughs> ambient sounds there are. Okay, but that means there's going to be a lot of uh, street toughs who are hot-rodding nearby. <laughs> so she's going to scooch a little further. Scurry ahead. Did Cho want to make his athletics, or you want Kirlani to see what she hears first? I think he'll make his check to come up. Okay. Because I don't. He doesn't want her being put in like danger where he can't back her up. Okay. So it was two purple athletics to get up, and then three purple to shimmy around. Three purple coordination to shimmy around. Yep. All right. Joe succeeds the athletics check, but he must have slightly broader shoulders than she does. Seems likely. He fails the coordination check, so he gets up into the vents, but he has trouble moving through them. He's got, however, three advantages on the failed coordination check. Okay. So he gets up, he pulls the vent cover up behind him and secures it. Right. But he's he's not able to get into that room because like it's a smaller vent leading off to Yeah, yeah. So he's like, gonna have the to hallway stay. vents are fine. Yeah. But he can't get into the room then. What do we want to do with these advantages? Uh they can be paid for with blue dice. Okay. Something I um, think essentially like he gives her a little prep talk because she's gonna have to go and she's gonna have to listen. This involves advice about how to move through the vents so that you don't disrupt them, so that people below don't know that you're doing it. Okay, was this part of your education on Pantora? Venchimi? And he says, the Pantoran school system also does not cover vent crawling. Well, you're just full of surprises. Yeah, I guess also just like a reminder to just listen. Don't. Don't try don't to do anything. Uh, I think Tony needs a leadership check. Oh, jeez. But I think it's just two purples because these are reasonable things. Uh, you can take one blue die from because you're you're in a good position oh, in terms I of mean, like yeah, I, yeah. like I need you have to do this part. Yeah, and I had advantages. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Success. Okay. Like, all right. Yeah, that that all sounds like makes sense. Yeah, I'm just not used to this sneaking around thing. Normally, I'm trying to get a spot on the podium. Yeah, and he's just like, well, consider it like an obstacle course or something. Yeah, there's still no sneaking on obstacle courses. You watched very closely. I'd be taking a shortcut, which is cheating. I want to win, but I won't cheat. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Does she consider it cheating? That's, uh, that's a good point. Okay, so she squiggles on it okay. through the side tunnel. Yeah. Did you just want perception then? Perception is good. And then if she's successful, the table will have to tell us something. How much perception do you think she has? Like one rank? Yeah, I think it makes sense to have one rank. Do you want to ask if she has two or like it just doesn't make sense? Uh, you know, if you want to ask the table and then... I feel like she almost certainly has to have one. So I feel like his question is, does she have two? And if the answer is exceptionally no, then it turns out she has no ranks. All right. Well, here's the question. Yes. Is she primarily track and field? That's my understanding, yeah. Then I think it is likely that she has two, because I'm thinking of stuff like javelin. Like, if she does things where you have to hit a target... I actually disagree. I think if you're in a team sport, it's much more important to have perception, to like be aware of what's going on. That's Whereas not, if you're an individual sport... that you use in a team sport? I mean, it could be if you want to not get caught unawares. Like, if you're a javelin thrower, like, it is purely agility. How well can you? The target's not hidden or moving. It's in a very clearly okay. visible area. All right. She's not a team sports player, then. Does she have two? Uh, you want to call it 50-50, then? Either that or unlikely. Uh, let's go with unlikely. I roll a five, actually. Which is not emphatically yes, because we said unlikely. But she does have two. Okay. Thanks for perception, then. You know, maybe she did play a team sport. She's a very well-rounded athlete. That's true. Gotta find out what sport works best for you. Maybe she was on a relay team. That's what it was just thinking to me. I was like, what track and field team sports are there? Maybe she has, like, roller derby, too. You gotta be she aware of your opponents and things. It's true. Roller derby. Okay, she's got two ranks of perception. She is gonna listen in. How difficult do you think this is? I mean, after all, she listened into the mutinous talk uh, while meditating. That's true. That was definitely visual. <laughs> um, she's in a duct, so is that gonna add a black dye? Sure. So, like, two purples and a black dye. I... I'm going to spend Ooh, a just bad an evil point happen. because if, like, the mutineers have taken over the bridge, it's possible they're, like, talking in hushed tones and, and things okay. like that. Failure with a threat. 
She takes a little strain. Yeah, yeah, Like, not necessarily that, like, anybody below hears her. Yeah, but it's just, like, she gets a little bit of distance, hears the, like, okay, this vent is smaller. She can still fit through it, but not hold the same amount of weight. She was told not to make noises. Yes, not to make noises. I think she's going to make, like, a discipline check of, like... Is this essentially, like, a fright check? No, I think it's, like, she was told not to make noises. Well, she was told not to make noises. She was told not to, like, interfere or, like, don't risk yourself. But this is important to her... It's my mutineers in there. Now Joe's exceeded his leadership check. Uh, but I think she's going to make the discipline check. Like, all right, do I pull back? Or like, no, I got to get this done. Okay. I think she's got to have two ranks in discipline. Because yeah, she meditates. She, yeah. And she's an athlete. We said that she's like focused. Yes. How hard do you think discipline check is? I think it's just average. I think she gets a blue die because Joe's exceeded leadership check. Okay. Four successes. Okay. Didn't hear anything. Just pull out. Pull back now. This guy seems to know his way around, sneaking around. <laughs> so we'll just, whatever the next idea is, we'll do that. Ah, what is the next idea? Joe reevaluates this side thing, and he's like, is there any way for me to fit? Like, now he's thinking, like, loosening a panel or whatever. I, I'm trying to think of means to... He didn't make the coordination check, so, like, what other options does he have? Or should he just write off this access point? Yeah, and that's when Kirlani is, like, backing up. Like, it's... It's not stable enough in there. I can't hear anything. Okay. I didn't want to press the... Yeah. All right. And if her assessment is, is it's not stable, then he definitely doesn't want to add his weight to it. Yeah. So is what, there another way in, or...? I don't have schematics for this level. You have schematics for other levels? Well, there's the maps that all the passengers got. I certainly looked those over. Oh, yeah. Those are like cartoons. Didn't think those were the actual... And I spent far more time on the other levels than I did down on this one. <sighs> All right, well... Right, do we we'll just go in the door and ask him? Don't know who's in control down there. And at this point, I think he will ask, and what would you tell them? That there's a mutinous Froz threatening <laughs> the life of the captain. That you just wandered down here to let them know? I suppose that would be a way to provoke them if the right people are not in control there. You think maybe they already took over? I mean, the way they were talking about the hyperdrive... I am not any sort of engineer at all, but they sounded concerned about the settings. That sounds to me like somebody who is not supposed to affected them. I mean, honestly, I have no idea how hyperdrives work. Okay, well, this Maelstrom place, we weren't supposed to go there. Why are we going there? The captain thought it was awesome? I don't know. Or mutineers redirecting us there. Yeah, I think the latter is more likely. So how do we determine if someone is a loyal crew member? Well, Joe was thinking, damn it, I wish I still had that uniform. Like, just wander in and be like, excuse me, I'd like to sign up for your mutiny. Mm. Infiltrating them would be a very attractive option. They don't know how to swing that right now. That's what he says out loud. <laughs> and then he's like, after all, that's how I got on the ship to begin with. Yeah, maybe now's not a good time. Maybe later I'm going to ask you, why are you on this ship? It has something to do with why I needed to explode the other day. Yeah, I thought that was weird. But I appreciate your help with it, so uh, we're going to do what we can here. Okay, yeah, you know, I appreciate your help with this, too. You know, the captain's life would be in danger. If that maelstrom is as active as JT described it as being, and the hyperdrive is not working, the lives of everybody on this ship could be in danger. Hyperdrives and maelstroms don't mix? JT Sorry, suggested, maelstrom. JT suggested that whatever that phenomenon is does not play well with ship systems. Ugh. That's why the ship is Not supposed surprised. to exit hyperdrive, hyperspace, whatever. I, I, this isn't my area. And he's starting to get flustered now. It's not your area. But I had 10 semesters of physical education. Is that all you studied? No, I also had, took some, you know, environmental science, you know, literature, other things. Syrian sciences are, are organized differently. <sighs> all right. And they're not about the, you know, exploitation of natural resources. They're about the preservation of resources, which is, you know, usually harder, but involves different different goals. Sounds quite enlightened. I mean, we don't think of it that way. That's just the way it is. But we also don't teach about, you know, flying around with ducks and things. As I said, not formal education. Uh, I'd like to ask a question at this point of, is there anyone wandering around in the hall? <laughs> Here's our voices echoing up here. That's fair. Yeah. We got a little distracted. Do you want to put it at, like... 50-50, or we're being careful, so it's unlikely. I think unlikely. Unlikely. 12, so that's a yes, but not emphatically so. All right, well, which side is this person on? 
oh, are they loyal or are they... Yeah. It was a yes, but not emphatically so. I feel like there's probably fewer mutineers than there are proper staff. Yes. So, question, is this person a mutineer? You think it's unlikely? Yes. 67. That's a negative. This person happens to be loyal. Do you want some information about what Action the verb. role is? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, my default idea is to claim that we're doing maintenance up here. Right. So, 36. Uh, action, imitate. Uh, subject, 68. Rumor. Are they actually, like, a communications person? And, like, like why are the comms all that stuff? And they hear something. I knew the ship was haunted. <laughs> I had been thinking that they would hear creaking above and, like, that maybe there has been ongoing issues with the maintenance shaft. Yeah, I think that's, that's good. Particularly, like, because mutineers have been crawling around doing stuff. Not that the, the ship is haunted, but they will escalate things because they're like, wait a minute. Name... That's the third time this week. Yes. That the noisy ducks. Has nobody on the staff done anything about that yet? That's You know what? I'm filing a ticket. <laughs> oh, you think they bang? Yeah, something to, like... In that case, I think we need we need some sort of check to. I think it's probably stealth. We are like hissing things back and forth at each other, and we yeah. need we need to cut that out. Yeah. Uh, against this person's vigilance, I guess. Yeah. So Kerlani, does she now help with the stealth? I mean, she can offer a blue die. Yeah. And this is an average crew member. I feel like a red and a purple. Like they need to be on the lookout for problems like these. Yep. And clearly, they've noticed these yes, problems. Yes, they have. Three successes. It's like, they bang, bang, bang. I'm still filing a ticket. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Right. Can't work in these conditions. Okay. So then we stay very still until the sound of their footsteps is gone, and she's like, we got to get out of here. Got to get out of these ducks. We can't stay here. Yeah. So. First. He backs out, flips down. Like, it's the scene of like his head like flips down first, yeah, he looks, looks everywhere. Looks out, looks out, and then just, like, you know, like rolls forward. Yep. Out. And... Yeah, because he's, he's as athletic and coordinated as she is. Learned from a different school, the school of hard knocks. And then she drops down, and at this point he's like, so we could try the waltz right in route, but how comfortable with that are you? I mean, you make a good point that we're not supposed to be here, so they're probably not going to be too keen on that. Like, we... It, Hmm, it could get us the information we want, and then we just need to break out of wherever they stuff us. That's assuming that they're not murderous oh, that, as well as doable. She's got, like, some vague memories of snapping some... Yeah. <laughs> that's right, she and JT bent the bars, right. even. Yeah, I think she would even... Yeah. She'd probably share it with... with okay, Joe. so what what is her perspective on that? Because she was kind of druggy. Yeah, she's like, I don't think that the, the brig or jails here, like, they can't. They're really not made to hold someone. I mean, I was a little addled, but, you know, JT busted out without any problem at all. So it really must have not have been too serious. And, like, if I hadn't been so drugged, I would have just dealt with it sooner. But it was only when she was there I finally gained clarity. And, look, I just bent the bars out of the way. So not very serious. That's if the people who are supposed to be in charge are. And they put us in the, whatever you guys called it, chill-out zone. If it's the mutineers... They might do something else with us, but if you're willing to take the rest. Well, then that's why I took boxing. <laughs> Cracks your nickels, flexes their arms. Your flex sound. Biceps. Not a violent person, but they're threatening violence. All right. I'm like, now I need to come up with a convincing lie. Are we just down here lost? Is that the old, oh, am I not supposed to be here? I mean, I'm pretty lost here. That's true. That best lies are always based on a little bit of truth. Internally, Kirlani is trying to think, you know, sometimes I get visions of things. Oh, she could try to, like... Yeah. I think she'll say, well, let me, let's think about this. That guy came by. We had... Let me think about this for a second. What's most likely on the other side? Like, she gets Cho thinking about it just so Cho thinks about it. Yeah, and, and Cho will, will voice his, his ideas. Yeah, Kirlani sounds good. Yeah. Kirlani is... What's on the other side? Uh, so we don't have force vision as a thing. She can conjure up visions, so this is maybe a bit like psychometry for Imogen. Okay, yeah, I can definitely see that. But it's how far in the future? 
right, right now. I want to know how, right now. Instead of how far in the past. Yeah. I feel like knowing what is about to happen, that's a very powerful thing, though. Well, I, what makes it powerful is, like, I want to know about specific right, places right, and people. Right, right, right. Specific things. If I want to get a vision of the future in general. Yeah. I feel I, like a base difficulty of, like, three. Okay. And if she succeeds, she'll get a vision of what's going on in there right now or in the very, very near future. Of varying levels of usefulness. The of force when does Joe not... gets stabbed by the mutiny. <laughs> yes. Because the force does not... The force doesn't just show you what's beyond a door. Right. And Kirlani knows that. She's like, well, maybe I need some hints. So, Cho is... Prattling is not the right word, but Cho is quietly voicing ideas He's on... He's enumerating yes. possibilities. Like, his feeling is probably the proper shift staff is not in control right. at this point in time. And they will probably try to hush us up or get rid of us. So, how many ranks in this do you think Carolina has? I think she's got two. Okay. Because this is her fear. This isn't and something... she's aware of what it is. And yes. So it so perhaps I... has some nominal level of practice or training. Right. And and we've been joking about how much of it she uses in right. athletics. Okay. So we can say to the table, like, we think it's likely that she's got two ranks, if you want to ask the table. Um, or we can just say she's got two ranks. Let's go, does she have two ranks? Likely. Or you want to say very likely, even. I think very likely. Okay. 30, that's a yes. Okay, she has two ranks in forciness, uh, which gives her two yellow dice. You said this is a three purple thing. Go ahead and spin one of these. She's going to use the force. Use the force. Use the force, Kalani. Well, Cho is making some noise. Standing right there, talking to her, wondering why she's not voicing any her ideas, but assuming closed. it's because she's not a criminal. Her breathing is very... Regulated? Yes. So here's what we got. Triumph. Failure, one threat. Okay. I think that means she does have a vision. It's just not a vision that she was seeking. No. Would you like action it's, subject on this? Yeah, it's still going to be useful. We could even treat it like an interrupt, like in terms of getting it a focus. Oh, I think that's a good idea. I like the focus. Uh, focus, Karlani. Also, it's a threat on, you know, magical stuff. So, like, two strain could certainly be common. Luke would always get burned out. And she's doing this right in front of somebody. Like, Yeah. It's... Probably a little unnerving. I mean, although if she normally does enhance in front of huge crowds. Right, but this is conjuring a vision. Yeah, that's true. It's just she's taken literally the instructions her coach gave her about see yourself winning. Yeah, so she takes two strain. Okay. Event focus, 29. Introduce a new NPC. Okay, that could be the Frost. Yeah, I don't think the Frost is actually on an NPC list. No, it isn't. And uh, it ought to be. makes sense that that is the NPC that comes in. Aha, the Froz is not in the next term. But the Froz is in this vision. She has a vision of the Froz. Yes. Would you like an action and a subject then? Yes. Action. 87. Work hard. Subject. 36. Bureaucracy. So the the Froz was the officer then? Yes, I think that's correct. A hard-working officer who was skipped over. Okay. Froz is the planet. Possibly even, like, demoted for... We should be saying Frozian. Frozian. So she gets a vision, maybe, of the Frosian railing about this? Yeah, so it doesn't have to be, like, the current... Right, but it could be, like, an argument between the Frosian and the captain. I think that's... And the captain is incapacitated in some way. Like, something to show that... Oh, so like, oh and this is not necessarily... This is something that could happen. Right. Right, right. Which will increase Kurlani's feeling like, we need to do something to stop this. Yeah, yeah, Okay, I think that's... That the Frosian and the captain... Are like literally at odds, and the captain's probably like, "What are you doing? What is?" Are, are we at the stage where weaponry is involved? I think we're at the stage of where the Frazian has like, in a sense, cornered the captain, and the captain is like, is not aware this is violent yet. Okay. It's like, what are you doing? Like, you're not the boss of me anymore. Like, Lieutenant, like, what are you doing here? Like, you're supposed to be on an administrative leave or whatever. <laughs> and the Frazian, did we establish the Frazian was female or no? If you would like this Frazian to be a female, sure. Then that's fine. And the mutinous Froz is going to get a name now, as is the captain. You've got the Xeno book there. I'm not going to use the Xeno book. Oh. I'm going to use my favorite source of names, which is the generic oh. drug list. This Froz's name is Adelat. Adelat is all that. The captain is a guy. The captain is human, almost certainly. You can roll on the table. You can ask that 
is the Captain Human, you know, it's a sure thing or has to be? Sure thing. A sure thing. The Captain is human. Indeed. And the Captain's name is Rowosa. Is that too hard to say? That's too hard to say. Is Rowan. Okay. So, Lieutenant Adelant? I think so, yeah. Or, wait, wait, no, we're on a ship. Ensign Ensign? Like, she got demoted all the way down to Ensign? That's the lowest-ranking officer, much like Lieutenant is the lowest-ranking army officer. Okay. So, Ensign Adelant, you're supposed to be in your quarters. If you want to be working on anything, you should be going through the records. I've been working enough. More than enough. You're the one that's been working. And you know what? It's not working out. This this sort of insubordination is... a blaster. He looks at the blaster, and I think he is startled. Because this is a cruise ship. Yes. Where did she get a blaster? <laughs> Where did she get a blaster? But also, it's just like, this, this is not a military... We're not soldiers. What? And so he's just kind of like, like... His job is mainly to be like a functionary. Yes, he, he just like starts sputtering. And I think probably that's one of the reasons she like hates him. Is because like he is just a functionary. Yes. She's frustrated by the... He doesn't even know what he's doing. He doesn't understand any of the technical work going on around. I think probably how the vision goes, she's like, no, let me tell you what's going to happen. And then fades out. Okay. But the scene... That clearly occurs like in the captain's office or something. Right. Not this bridge type place that Joe right. has been speaking of. Right. So And, and like it fades back into Joe. Continues, yeah. like, it's probably mutineers. Like, you should expect that. And That could be. I don't think that but changes. If they were after anything. the captain, they'd be in the captain's court. Streetwise check for Cho. Does he know where the captain's quarters are? That's probably not a hidden, since they're also used for functionary purposes. So you could make a streetwise check, but I feel like it'd be easy. Yeah, I think I should. I mean, like, okay. it's not like anybody can just walk up to them. No, but I feel like that's likely to be called out on a map, just because that's a fun... Oh, there's the captain's... And you can see the outside. Oh. <laughs> it's one of the spherical it's, rooms. <laughs> it's, you know, another sight to behold as part of the show. Yeah. Okay. So you don't want me to bother rolling then? If you want to make an easy check, you can. Maybe you'll get some train back. I actually haven't suffered any. Oh, well, isn't that nice? I was about to say, or I could fail and we could be stuck. But, no, I could get a triumph and advantages and succeed. So you do know where the captain's I do know where the captain's quarters are. It's not down in these hidden decks where we aren't supposed to be creeping around. No. So we can go back to not being sneaky. I think that'd be a good idea, actually. Look, we don't know what's on this. You said it could be mutineers. I mean, I, I got a mean right hook, but if there's five of them <laughs> and two with us. And he's like, you know, I told JT, you can't just waltz up to the captain and tell him things, but maybe we can break into his room and do that anyway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like that better than just kicking open a door full of mutineers. Okay, let's uh, go back to the turbo lift. Yes. And if you need to do the thing you need to do again there. We should just be able to push the up button. All right. I, I don't know how it works. All right, we continue on. I think we recover some. We end a Genesis we end a encounter. Genesis encounter. You can recover strain since you have lost them. Yes. From your stressful. Uh, right, here's a question. Visioning. Does Kirlani have second wind? If she has second wind, you're gonna have to come up with what. Yes. Yeah, uh, you know, I feel like as an athlete. That's a good thing to have. It's a. It's highly likely that she has it. So very likely. Yeah. Twenty-eight. Yes, she has a rank in second wind. Okay. Uh, so what is Kirlani's? Uh, I think it's a stretching thing, uh, almost. Just like a literally. Yeah, not cracking like, neck, but like, okay. Stretch the arms across the chest. Yep. Roll the shoulders. <sighs> All right. Good to go. Yep. And then we recover. <laughs> so it's like we're riding up in the turbo lift, and she's kind of like doing her calisthenics thing, like jabbing in place, shaking it out. Cho interprets that as like, she was very stressed by this. Yeah. And, and he's kind of like apologetic. He's like... Sorry, you're kind of being dragged through the underworld here. What? You don't have to apologize for anything. You're helping me. Unless you're the one who's threatening the captain's life, which I'm pretty sure you're not. <laughs> she thinks, you're not a Frazian. Unless your disguise is really good. Yeah, you're a little tall for that. <laughs> no, he's short. The Frazians have these kind of like antelope type legs. They're super tall. Because of these antelope Holy legs. moly. listening to Cruise Control, 
set in a Star Wars universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games Star Wars and Genesis role-playing materials. Our players were Dan and Jen, and our GM was the Mythic GM emulator. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. There you can also find our other adventures, including a related story about JT's girlfriend Renzi, our Star Wars Rush Hour trilogy. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you... Stay safe, citizens! <laughs>